everyone. Pastor Tim here at Calvary Church in Pueblo, Colorado. And this is the message recap, rewind, and bonus features from the message we had on Sunday, November 21st. And we're looking through the book of Hebrews right now, going verse by verse. And in that chapter, at the end of the chapter, we saw again how the author is describing Jesus Christ as being superior to angels. Now, we take it for granted that Jesus Christ is superior to angels. Uh, we know that angels are created beings. We know that angels have a purpose given by Christ. We know that he is the sovereign Lord and King over all creation, including the angels. But the early church, especially the Jewish community within the early church, had a very high view of angels as spiritual beings, and at times even were persuaded to worship angels. And so I believe the author of Hebrews is trying to get that point across, that even though angels are incredibly spiritual, powerful beings, they are creation. And Jesus Christ is the one who created them. And he is the one who commands them. And there are special characteristics and accomplishments of Christ that angels never could do. And one of those is we saw towards the end of the chapter, uh, verse 13 of Hebrews chapter 1. Uh, the author says, And to which of the angels has it ever been said, Sit at my right hand until I make your enemies a footstool for your feet. Now he's speaking obviously of Christ in Psalm 110, that Christ's enemies are all defeated. And I guess that raises a question, kind of the bonus features type of thing. What are his enemies? Who are the enemies of Christ? Now we have one clue in scripture called the Antichrist. Now the Antichrist is that person, individual, or being that is against Christ. And the Antichrist is described in two different ways, as anyone who doesn't believe in Christ, and then a particular individual who doesn't have any other name but Antichrist, kind of popping up in Scripture and popping up, uh, especially in the book of Revelation. Uh, so the Antichrist is anyone or anything that is against Christ, and then also an individual sometime in the future that is against Christ. So we know that those two things are Christ's enemies. And so anyone that puts themselves against the teachings of Christ would be his enemy. And ultimately, what is the teaching of Christ? The teaching of Christ is you cannot save yourself, that you are a sinner in need of grace, and only God can extend grace through the work of Jesus Christ, believing upon him to be your substitute upon the cross, that you might have eternal life. And if you believe in him, you are one of his children. If you do not believe in him, if you've rejected him, if you live contrary to him, teach contrary to him, think contrary to him, you are his enemy. And there should be no surprise that in the end, the end of time, the enemies of Christ are destroyed. They're sent to hell. Not a pleasant experience and not one that anyone should be looking forward to. And definitely it is a, it's a curse, it is a pain, it is a sorrow, it is a great tragedy that people choose rather to reject Christ than accept him. But in the end, for all of the voices that come against Christ, that come against his truth, that come against grace and mercy and forgiveness, they will be dealt with. None of the angels have ever been promised your enemies will be destroyed, but only Christ's enemies will be destroyed. There's a beautiful passage in Ephesians chapter 1 that we did not get to, 
Uh, but in Ephesians 1, verse 22 and 23, it says this, And he put all things under his feet, and gave him as head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. Now that's speaking about Jesus. They're speaking about Jesus, that he is the head over all things, including the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who is all in all. Never has any other created thing been ascribed such value and prestige and worship and honor than Jesus Christ. No angel, no matter how mysterious and powerful and, and interesting they may be, can take the place of Jesus Christ. And we ended the message on the 21st with that resounding application that while we may not be tempted to worship angels, we are definitely tempted to have idols in our life. And my desire is that whatever you place as supremely important in your life, that you would remove it to put Christ in its place. He is worthy to be worshipped. He is worthy to be honored. He is worthy of all of our praise. He's worthy of our trust, of our faith, of our entire hope. Why would we want to put hope in an angel when we can hope in Christ himself? And that's the end game. That's the end result, is that we would be so enthralled with the greatness of who Jesus Christ is that we would be so attracted to him as our Savior, as our Lord, as our God, that all the other things that take our attention away from him would just simply disappear. We don't need that when we have the fullness of Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. So it's my hope that this little, quick little recap, rewind bonus features has inspired you to listen to the entire message and service. You can find it on our webpage at calvarypueblo.com. You can find it on our YouTube channel, which is Calvary Church of Pueblo. And hope to see you next week. Hope this has been an inspiration for you. Hope it may have even clarified and encouraged you to read through chapter one even more this week. Hope to see you next week. Bye.